Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. Joining me today, you'll hear from Chase Kepka. Chase talks about his experience last year having qualified for the Travelers Championship on Monday and then having to withdraw later that week due to COVID contact tracing. He's back this year on a sponsor's exemption and talks through how much he likes this course, how it suits his game, what playing overseas is like, and what it's like to play around with his brother, Brooks. And now, to my interview with Chase Kepka. Chase, I guess the best place to start is I, I want to look back to last year, because you went through quite the uh, situation here at Travelers. Uh, you went through qualifying, uh, made that, and then unfortunately had to withdraw due to uh, the COVID contact tracing. What was that experience like for you last year to, to qualify for the event and then unfortunately have to withdraw there? Uh, yeah, it was it, honestly, uh, oh, the overall takes, it was a great week. The pressure of Monday qualifying, um, and getting through in a playoff, it is an amazing feeling. Uh, the Monday qualifiers are just so hard, um, yeah. you, to get, to get through a Monday qualifier, you, you have to play some really nice golf, uh, and then Tuesday, I had a great week or great day out on the course. Uh, got to play some holes with my brother, uh, Shane Lowry, Graham McDowell, Justin Rose, um, guys who I all know and I haven't seen in a while. Um, and then Wednesday, found out that my brother's caddy uh, tested positive. But, uh, I think the whole outcome with what happened on Wednesday, it was just very, it was just a very humbling experience. Um, you know, you realize that, uh, the game of golf isn't everything, you know, when, when you're sitting there thinking about other people and how it may affect them, the, the tournament didn't mean, um, everything you know it was more about mm-hmm. keeping everybody else safe you know the volunteers the other competitors um and anybody associated right. with the tournament that was out there you know um you kind of had to think about everyone else rather than you wanting to play in a pj tour event that week so that was that was basically what it came down to for me um it was a roller coaster though of emotions but at the same time, I, I know I did the right thing. And, um, you know, I'm just very fortunate enough uh, to have received an invite back here and uh, ready to rock and roll this week. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I want to kind of dive into next. And, and what did it mean for you to, to get that exemption this year from Travelers to, to come back and play? No need to worry about qualifying or anything like that, that, that you knew you were in the tournament. Uh, it was it was really special, um, obviously. I I didn't think I was going to get an invite back. I was I was just thinking, you know, uh, I did the right thing, um, you know, and you know, just kind of tough. It's kind of the way life goes, you know, because um, this is such a strong field for uh, a regular PGA Tour event. You know, I didn't think I would receive an invite, um, and then when I got that call Thursday morning. Um, I was very shocked. Uh, <laughs> I was almost in my head. Like, 
<laughs> but uh i've been really looking forward to it um for a year now and uh to be back here um i love this golf course it's so good and uh it's it's just a nice feeling because because i've been waiting for it for so long you know um I, i've just been so excited to get back up here uh to cromwell I, I I really like this area. I mean, like I said, the golf course is in fantastic shape. I feel like it suits my game pretty well. So uh, I can't wait to uh, play well this week. What about the course here do you think suits your game so well? Because it, it really is a fun course out here that, that we've got at TPC River Islands. Yeah, it, I don't know what it is. There's a lot of wedges that you, that you end up hitting out here on this golf course. Um, the greens are very challenging. There's a lot of undulation in the greens. There's a lot of big slopes and then there's a lot of slopes that are, you can't really see, Mm -hmm. but there's a ton of movement on the greens out here. And I just feel like I can putt it so well out here. I've only played this. I've only played two rounds uh, around here Mm -hmm. and I, I feel like I'm, I make every putt, <laughs> you know, um, I just, I just read the greens very well. I feel like I, I putt great on these greens and that's a huge confidence confidence boost for me. And, uh, I think the other part is you really have to manage your game very nicely. You know, there's only two par fives, I think. And the, there's just a lot of par fours where you have to make sure you put the ball in the fairway and the par threes are very challenging as well. Mm-hmm. Like they're, I wouldn't say they're, I would say I, the hardest par three out here is that 11th hole. And, it, and it's a hundred and it's 160 yards down the hill and down the hill, but the wind blows. And if you miss the green, it's like, I would say it's probably a bogey if you miss the green. Yeah, no, that, that that's definitely one of my favorites out there. I, I think my, my personal favorite is, is 15 there, the, the drivable par four, which I, I think always sets up for some fun throughout the week there. Yeah, because I mean, like, you can, if you get a good bounce on that hole, you can have a chance for two, but you can also make, like, the easiest four or five from 15 yards away. I know it sounds crazy, but when the greens get fast and firm, to some of these pin locations, it gets very challenging to get the ball close uh, chipping because the green is very uh, sneaky, a little elevated from where if you don't hit the ball on the green, you kind of have to hit it up the hill. And then there's small little plateaus that you have to put the ball on. And it's not the easiest to, to get the ball to spin around the greens out here. So, uh, I, I, I think you're right though. That hole does set up with the most drama because guys can make a six and guys can make a two. Yeah, exactly. Very yeah. easily. Yeah. So it, it might be a fan favorite. I don't know about you guys, uh, depending on some of the, uh, drama down the stretch there, but yeah, well, I mean, as a fan, <laughs> as a fan and as a player, I think everybody loves seeing drivable par fours. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is. Um, but everyone loves the excitement of, a guy hitting a driver or a three wood and going for the green and yeah. knocking it on. I think there's just an excitement um, that comes with that. Definitely. Um, and especially with it being like 
towards the end of your round on the yeah. 15th hole. Uh, I think it, I think it makes it, it like you said, it, it makes for a great kind of start to the finish um, for somebody's Sunday round. Yeah, definitely. In terms of, of this week, now that you've got the exemption, you didn't have to worry about qualifying on Monday. What, what are these couple days like for you leading up to the tournament? Are you, you just getting out there uh, playing a round or so uh, and, and just hitting up the practice facility? Yeah, um, I kind of get to have my normal routine, um, which is usually I play on Monday, play about nine holes on Tuesday, and then Wednesday I'll just do kind of maintenance practice. Like a, I would say I, I do more of like a practice day that what I would do at home, you know, which is you just kind of work on a little bit of everything. And if there's something that needs a little bit more polishing, then then I put a little bit extra attention to that. I would say what you, what you try and not do is just overwork Monday to Wednesday because Thursday through Sunday is a, it's a long week. Um, so you're just trying to keep your focus and I would say not uh, overstrain yourself uh, Monday to Wednesday doing too much work. And I think that's um, the biggest challenge for some of the guys that kind of first come out um, and they think that they have to go play perfect golf. And that's one of the things that I learned. Like my hard work is, was already done. I just need to go hit a bunch of chips and putts around the golf course. Um, and luckily I got to play 18 holes last year. So I, I have a little bit of a memory of what, what's going on here. So it, yesterday it was, it was very easy just kind of getting used to the greens and, the, and how much they're breaking and, and kind of trying out where some pin locations I think may be. And that's about it. No, it's a, it's a, it sounds like a good, a good week of prep, uh, a few days of prep there leading into the tournament. Uh, in, you know, definitely uh, get, gets you ready. I know last year you, you got to play with some, uh, some top players there. Who did you play with yesterday? Uh, anyone good out there? Uh, so they actually had a pro-am out here on uh, okay. Monday. So I actually got to play with a couple of guys that um, wanted to have an experience, and they got to play with me. And it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, those guys are what help make the tournament the tournament. You know, if we don't have sponsors, there's no, no golf tournament. So, um that's I, I think that's the best part about playing with sometimes it's just who you meet you know yeah yeah exactly i i gotta ask i, I know you played overseas a lot you, you have a favorite spot you, you got to play golf with uh internationally yeah it, switzerland is pretty cool um I, i've played well there um uh couple different golf courses i would say switzerland just because of the views are absolutely amazing there and then Australia, uh, the golf in Australia is really cool. Uh, and the people there are amazing. Um, I would say, cause that was the one place that probably made it feel, uh, as close to home as possible. Um, yeah. especially being from Florida, being hot everywhere, uh, and Australia as well. <laughs> so I would say those two places were probably my favorite to play golf. What, what was it like playing in Kazakhstan? Because I, I, I feel like that, that had to be one of those kind of random places to, to go play that, that not everyone, you know, would, would think of uh, as, as a big golf spot. Yeah, honestly, I had no idea what to expect. But we were, 
we ended up in just outside this big city, uh, Almaty, uh, Kazakhstan. And it, you were up in basically like the mountains, but it was very, it was like a desert mountain. I don't know how to describe it, but we were about, we were about 4,000 feet above sea level where we were. So it was actually really cool, but as you can imagine, like it, it wasn't as, uh, up to date as a lot of where, where we're all used to in the U S it was like, it almost felt like we're, I was living about 10 years behind, you know, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. But honestly, like all the people there were super nice. They had no idea what I was saying most of the time. Like nobody was really speaking English, but everyone like tried. I, I mean, cause I, th- cause I think they speak Russian there too, which the, like kind of like, I have no idea, like, you know, other languages, like I could maybe like understand, <laughs> but Russian, I have like yeah. no chance of figuring that out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but the golf course was really cool that we were, that we played with. And, um, the people associated with the tournament were super nice, super cool because they basically the Kazakhstan open was the biggest event on the challenge tour for, uh, for, for quite some time. So they, they love having us there, having, having a really nice golf course for us to play. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. It sounds like a a really neat experience uh, to go out there and uh, be able to go through all of that. I know uh, you went to college over at uh, USF, and people up here are pretty familiar with USF from UConn and USF playing each other mm-hmm. uh, in the same conference there for a bit. Uh, what was your experience like there? Uh, you enjoy yourself uh, down at USF? Yeah, a ton. I mean, I don't think I would be where I'm at today if it wasn't uh, for USF. The opportunity that I had to kind of come in there and play right away, it gave me a ton of experience, a ton of confidence. And uh, that is probably the reason why I was able to try and play this game professionally is from everything that I learned there. Um, learn how to be a man. Cause when you walk into college and you're 18 years old, everyone can say they're big, bad and tough, but I had to grow up uh, more as a person than anything else. And I think that's why I was able to, go play in Europe right when I, right when I got done, because I was, I was okay with doing things that the average person didn't want to do, you know, that didn't want to do, you know, I was okay with stepping outside my comfort zone. And, uh, I think that's part of the reason why I've had a little success, um, in the professional level so far. I know, uh, one thing that has to be probably pretty cool for you this week is getting to play the uh, same tournament as your brother. What's that like coming from a golf family and having opportunities like this where you guys are playing in the same tournament? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely really cool. Um, obviously I don't get to see my brother, uh, as much as everyone thinks I probably do because he, he's super busy. <laughs> So I, I would say, you know, the, on the golf side of it, my family is really excited, um, to come out and watch, um, you know, we'll, we'll probably try and go play a few holes today, maybe. Um, but I think it's more of like the time that my brother and I get to spend outside of the golf course 
you know, for dinner or, you know, just hanging out, talking, you know, catching up. I think that's kind of what I look forward to most. Um, Cause I know when I get out and starts Thursday, I'm going to try and kick his butt. So, and he, he, he knows, he knows I'm pretty good at it because he hasn't beat me in a few of the PJ tour events we've played in together. There you go. So uh, we got to get, get to see some competition between you two this week uh, down, down at Traveler. Should be, should be fun yeah. to see. Oh yeah, there's quite a bit of smack talking that goes on um, during the week between him and I. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, you know, I, I know there's been some talk about who who he could be paired with over tournaments the past couple of weeks. Have you guys ever been paired together, uh, you and your brother, to uh, to play? What, what would that What would that be like for you two? If you guys got uh, in, in the same uh, group there? Oh yeah, yeah. We we actually we actually have. Uh, so we we've obviously played together in the Zurich Classic. So we yeah. we were playing together on the same team um, for two years, um, and then we played in a European Tour event, the Alfred Dunhill Links, mm-hmm. um, which we played together there. And there was actually like a bit of bickering going on between us. Like <laughs> we were out there on the course. I remember vividly uh, we were playing Carnoustie, and I hit one over the green on the par three. I think it was twelve. And I remember him looking at me, and like, like the only place you can't hit it is like over the green. And I remember him looking at me, like shaking his head, walking up to the green. And he, he was going, how do you hit a ball over the green on this hole? You could hit it 30 yards <laughs> short of the green, but you decide to hit it over the green. And he looks at me and we get down the <laughs> hole. I make bogey and he's still looking at me going, how did you, just, you know, just big brother stuff. It was really funny. But then I ended up yeah. beating him by, I think, five or six strokes that day, too. So I, it, I was I asked oh, him if he needed okay. any help on playing the uh, championship golf course. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, Chase, I, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, best of luck out there this week over at TPC River Highlands. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing you out on the course. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod. The host at Jared Cotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.